0: Days. 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 Days.
1: Days.
2: Well we made it L's into Tuesday week. and I liked it. Uh, weather forecast i just heard a lot more sun this week don't know about everybody else but uh, when it's overcast and it's cold and uh, it's rainy uh, i suffer i really do i suffer i you're not the only one i get i get uh, i get really bummed out is what i do and uh, it's hard to to pull yourself out of it because The the weather is just so nasty, and with COVID-19 and and all of that going on, and you can't do a lot of things that you like to do, you're stuck in your house a lot of times, it gets old. It just plain, flat out gets old. So uh, hopefully uh, this week's going to help all of us. I know it'll help me if the sun shows up. It, it it drew me it, it really got me crazy on saturday because i went out to have dinner with some friends and i got over here by uh, by uh little rock and it was pretty doggone sunny up in the cabin area it, it was still hugely overcast you there was no sun at all and uh, it's like flipping a switch it, isn't it it is it really was and By the time I had been out uh, and had some blue sky and some sunshine, I felt pretty good. And then I drove home, and about halfway home, as I got to the other side of Jacksonville, the cloud cover came back. And it was was very, very irritating, to say the least, but that's the way it goes. Uh, For you who are Ohio State fans, last night was an irritating night. I know it was. Uh, Alabama played nearly offensively the the perfect game. I mean, they really, really did. I mean, uh, Devonta Smith was uncoverable. Uh, Najee Harris was unstoppable. And then you had the quarterback, Matt Jones, and he was impeccable. I mean, he fumbled that one time. Other than that, this guy was right on. He was doing his job and doing it well. Uh, his performance, uh, along with that of the Alabama team, both surgical and explosive, in my opinion, and uh, number one Alabama won the uh, college football playoff national championship last night, 52-24 to against number three, Ohio State. Now, I did not watch the whole game. Uh, I go to bed at 9 o'clock, and it was hard, but I turned the TV off and I went to bed. Uh, at that point, I think it was like, Thirty-five to seventeen, and and the way that Alabama was playing, I just didn't think that Ohio State was ever going to be able to come back, and they weren't. And uh, they scored another seven points in the second half, uh, and, and uh, Alabama put up uh, like three touchdowns, so all and a and a field goal. So it was all said and done by the time it was all over with. Uh, Alabama had proven they were. And should be the number one team. Think about it. They had the Heisman Trophy winner on there, their running back, uh, Doak Walker winner, and their uh, their quarterback won the uh, the prize for the best quarterback of the year. And the three of them put on a clinic last night. It was really, really incredible, definitely incredible. So, congratulations uh, to Alabama, and congratulations to the SEC as once again the sec proves they are the best football conference that is just uh, the way it uh, way it is all right we got a lot of things to talk about today uh of course you heard that that uh, voice appeared that's not me i'm not acting like <laughs> I'm two people i'm not doing a female voice on the side uh that's elizabeth she's joined us today she uh, she She sent me a text and and said, what's our topics today? And I said, censorship, censorship, censorship.
0: Can't talk about it. Can't talk about it. Mm. Can't talk about
2: it. A lot of people don't want us to. There's no doubt about it. Uh, They don't want you to talk about the election. They don't want you to talk about, uh, you know, the, the curtailment of free speech in our country. I've been... I've been talking about it for a long, long time. You've been part of that conversation here on my show, and it's been going on. And uh, now we've got people that are actually legitimate people, newsmakers who are coming out and saying that uh, uh, the CCP has a lot to do with this. And that doesn't surprise me at all. Uh, They're doing what Russia always said that they would do to us without firing a shot. And they're they're uh, they're changing uh, the tenor, color, and look of our of 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 our uh, politicians, our political landscape, and people. And it's amazing to me that uh, a lot of Americans are willing to just give it up. You know, give it up. I mean, look, yesterday when I talked about. Uh, the rioting that happened on last uh, Wednesday. My main point was that's not how you're going to get done what you want to get done. All right that that is not going to do it. Breaking the Constitution, discarding the Constitution is not going to do it. Uh, and that and I that's am- for everybody. Yeah, and that's everybody. Yeah, and I both yeah. sides. Yeah, and I and I am one of the first people to tell you that I understand your frustration. I've had this frustration for 30 years uh, of watching Americans uh, accept uh, what the left has been giving them and uh, the left marginalizing the other side uh, by, you know, controlling the media and things of that nature. That's been driving me nuts forever. And uh, now everybody's coming to critical mass on this. I will tell you that it will get worse before it gets better. It's already continuing to get worse. I mean, I, I'm hearing, I have not seen anything in the media, and that doesn't surprise me, uh, but I haven't seen anything in the media about some bill that has been fashioned that's nearly 20,000 pages long uh, that will bring the kind of censorship from the government, not not just from corporations like Amazon and and uh, Facebook and Twitter, but from the government itself, using the, F, the the FBI and others, to curtail free speech in our nation. And if that begins to happen, it, it, it's time to be very nervous about uh, the republic that we call the United States of America. And will it survive? Really, really is it's 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 dangerous and at that time when Ooh. we're when. Uh, you know, we're going to have governmental agencies tell people that you are a uh, an extremist and you are not to be trusted. Uh, it's it's not good. It's not good. This is like Richard Nixon being on you know steroids, big time steroids. It's not good. You
0: know, those of us who've been in the movement. <laughs> For many years, uh, the Tea Party movement that started over 11 years ago now, and we used to talk about being, we we were told back then we were right-wing extremists. Mm -hmm. Um, There is now all sorts of information available that the left and many people on the right have been talking. The talking point is, quote, domestic terrorism. Been talking about it for months behind the scenes. Now that the Democrats are in total control in Washington, I am also understanding that there is a bill ready to go, that everything that we do, we we speak, we advocate, we stand up for our rights, we back up our president, we believe in election integrity, those things will be deemed domestic terrorism under the new regime. It's very frightening.
2: Yeah, that, that's what I'm talking about. I mean, it, it's, yeah. being, it's being yeah. done as we say as we sit here and talk about it and uh, that this is going to come out now uh, remember that in georgia uh, in the senate race both of the uh, people became uh, the democrats were elected and that means that we have a tie in the senate and the tie is broken by the vice president who at this time now is of course harris who is a a leftist. Everybody knows she's a leftist. Nobody even pretends that she's not a leftist. So uh, she's going to be casting the deciding vote that goes down in the Senate. So this piece of legislation, I don't know if he can get passed or not, to be honest. Uh, I don't know if there's still enough people who believe in free speech and in freedom in our country uh, that that, that have a D behind their name, they will vote against this, and if all the R's will vote against it. I'm, I'm not sure.
0: Well, all you have to do is look at what's happened to the individuals who tried to speak out last week uh, with reason and uh, fair assessment of what actually has happened factually, and they've been demonized. They've been demonized. The left has controlled the media and the message, and now – <laughs> Any speech that they do not like will be removed.
2: <laughs> well, we've been they've
0: proven it been over been, the last few days. We've been, and as been you warning say, people about
2: this. Look, I I helped. Yeah, it's coming. I, I helped Doom ram, and gloom. I helped ramrod a piece of legislation through the last legislative session about free speech on campuses and uh, to stop this craziness of free speech zones and so that's nuts. That's absolutely well, very honestly, crazy.
0: I think people are now thinking about that. And, and I mean, many of my friends have said to me, uh, "What what what's going to happen tomorrow? Am I going to be forbidden from using my credit card at my bank? Uh, you know, being able to have commerce out, out in the world because I'm labeled as something that
2: the left does not agree with all right we're going to talk about it elizabeth we're going to talk about all of this as we uh, go on you know are you ready to get into your dream home is that rich what you're really wanting to do but you still need to sell your current home the last thing you want to be doing is walking around and carrying two mortgages don't want to do that well it doesn't have to be that way why go through the hassle of trying to sell your home on your own when you can have an expert help you out and get it done. Brian and Penny realized that when they decided to sell their Hensley home, after uh, they spoke with Dustin Turner, they decided to trust him with listing their house. It was the best decision they could have made because Dustin used his superior marketing and had their home sold in two days for $18,000 over the asking price. And what can be better than walking away with more money in your pocket when you're trying to sell uh, your house. So, you know, I always uh, suggest to you that you use Dustin Turner because he's got he's got the gig working, man. He knows what he's doing. So, all you need to do is call him at 501-952-2969. 501-952-2969 or go online to hometeamsolet.com dot com. That's home team sold dot com, and then you can start packing and move on to your dream house. All right, uh, the Dave Ellswick show. We're going until eight o'clock, and uh, Elizabeth is with me. The Bible Guys coming up at seven, and uh, right now we've got a caller from Roland. Carol joins us. Hi, Carol. How are you? And uh, what's on your mind this morning?
3: Good morning. Well, um, on the subject, (laughs) uh, I I shouldn't be surprised, but I got an article yesterday in my email. It was one of the Patriot uh, websites that sends me news every day. Anyway, there was one of our new um, Republican congresswomen from Iowa named Henson had sent a um, petition to Nancy Pelosi because she was – having sent every day a communist propaganda newspaper to every one of their congressional offices. And so she was protesting that and telling her not to send those Chinese newspapers to their office anymore. And I thought that was, um well, not surprising on Nancy's part because we know who she is, but... um it, it's just all coming out, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's, they're not even they're not even ashamed of it or uh, afraid. Well, anyway, that's what I wanted to say.
0: Okay,
2: I Thank appreciate you. your call. Thank you very much. And uh, they
0: are certainly showing their hands.
2: <laughs> yeah, well, there's there's no doubt about that. That's a true story that you just heard. That they're sending a a, a, a paper mm-hmm. from the CCP uh, to all these different people as though this is the way you're supposed to. Uh, want it let me just tell you what i'm hearing about this piece of legislation that is sitting in the wings and they're they're waiting to uh bring it forth is that what you saw happen in hong kong uh just a few months back is what's going to be happening here in the united states and very quickly yeah well and that's well you got to do it quickly i mean if you're going to if you're going to do it you've got to happen quickly you've You've got to do it so fast that everybody's kind of in shock by it, and nobody has time to uh, garner their, their their forces together to uh, fight against it.
0: Well, and that's the way um, apparently we've done it overseas for years, and now it's being done here. Uh, you demoralize folks. Gosh, if COVID hasn't accomplished that, I don't know what has. Um. And again, taking advantage of circumstances is a big part of the picture, jumping on the opportunity when it presents itself, as I say. Uh, They've disoriented us completely throughout the summer with 26 deaths across this country when rioting by BLM and Antifa and other elements was going on, and no arrests, no outrage. In fact, let's set up an autonomous zone and let them have a a space for their own in, in you know Seattle. Um, now there's crisis. We found out about what's happened in the last month or so. What happened at the election? Um, hundreds of thousands of affidavits of Americans who stated what they know they saw. And now let's wipe out any any dissent, any remarks, anything that are being said that's not the state-approved message. Now, I've been, uh, I, including I, I, including taking away the voice of the president of our country and on look, social media, which seen, is our town square now, right? The, the social media is our town square. That's, that's where what it, people go. It was
2: what it was supposed to be. That is not what it has become. That is not
0: at all what it's become. And we've let it happen. These folks have had a monopoly on us for how many years? Basically since they started basically since they started, how long has Google been around? And, you know, let's add another product and another product and let's do YouTube and let's do your email and let's do everything we do. And now they've they've got us.
2: Because you're not a publisher, we're going to allow you to control what can go out over your platforms when, in fact, they've been publishers all along. Because they've been making the decision about what gets out. You know, as long as... Uh, they do it where everybody can have access to it. Then they're not a publisher, uh, but they're publishing now. Now they're they're saying oh, no what doubt people you know <laughs> no what doubt. people are to hear and what people are not supposed to hear.
0: Again, you and I have talked about that type of thing. Uh, this country was founded on the principles of free speech. The idea that speech is allowed. Speech is the way you find new ideas. Speech is the way you organize. Speech is the way you get together and change things. Um, the type of totalitarian control that's being imposed now, we all know where it comes from, and we all know what it's all about, and it's not an American value.
2: Now, one thing I wanted to say is I've had a lot of email uh, or, or and texts uh, from people and calls asking me to talk about the Insurrection Act that they're saying the president is going to invoke. Mm-hmm. And they're acting like this is something that's never happened before. That's not true. It's happened like 65, 69 times. I mean, Eisenhower used it here uh, when uh, he wanted to bring those students into Central. Uh, He put forth the Insurrection Act. That's the only way that he could use federal troops to walk those kids into school. Uh, Kennedy used it. Nixon has used it. I go back and tell you that Lincoln used it. Jefferson Jefferson used it. There's a lot of presidents have used it. It's not necessarily a bad thing. All it means is that to get around the uh, uh, the Posse Comitatus Act, where federal troops can't be used against their own people, uh, they can, you know, bring forth the Insurrection Act and can bring uh, confederalize. Uh, National Guard and uh, bring federal troops into a situation that you need to have federal troops for. Of course, the president now has given uh, Washington, D.C., all the uh, information they need to know that for the uh, uh, president for Biden the, to be sworn in, they're going to have federal troops in D.C. to quail any any riots uh, that might uh, occur, the president making that uh, necessary yesterday. Because it's a really tense time here in the country. I think we can all uh, admit to I, that.
0: I think it's reasonable to protect our national capital from extremist influences, which is what is taking over both with and without the establishment political arm, okay? In other words, we do have the element of Antifa. We do have the element of QAnon. We do have the element of white supremacy. We have a lot of extremist elements in our society. Again, when there is free speech, it sounds actually contrary, but the free speech allows those people the space right. to pop off, basically. Gotta and take when a break. you clamp that down.
2: we got to take a break. I'm sorry. Hold your thoughts. We'll pick them up when we come back. All right, have you bought your coupon yet to use for uh, St. Clarity Residential Cleaning? Deep cleaning of your home, up to 1,500 square feet uh, for $200, and uh, deep cleaning for a home, 1,500 to 2,500 square feet, $300, unless you buy the coupon through one o one one FM, the answer here uh, on my station, and then the coupon is half price. In other words, get your home cleaned for 100 bucks or 150 bucks. That's a great, great deal. And uh, they come in and, and they're going to meet with you. Uh, they'll talk to you, find out exactly what you're looking for to have uh, done in your home, and uh, get it done for you. That's exactly how St. Clarity Residential Cleaning works. So, if you have a small house up to fifteen hundred square foot uh you buy one of the two hundred dollar certificates you get the coupon here from one o one one and it's only a hundred bucks if you buy uh for the large house, which is fifteen hundred square feet up to three uh up to uh twenty five hundred square feet uh it's a, a, a you know three hundred dollars except when you buy it through us here at one oh one one FM, the answer, and then it's only $150. And as I've told you, uh, Valentine's Day is not that far away. This would be a good gift for Valentine's Day, but you can get it by calling 404-6560. Now, again, we're getting very close to being sold out on this. You should call now uh, at 9 o'clock when Chuck gets in. Uh, 404-6560 and get your coupon from uh, St. Clarity Residential Cleaning and uh, also talk to them about how they can help uh, your family if you have a family member uh, who's in your household that may be uh, depressed because of COVID-19 or maybe something has happened over the holidays Maybe you've had a death in your family because of COVID-19 or whatever, and uh, the person is going through mourning right now. Cleaning uh, takes second fiddle to that. So they will help uh, that person be able to handle the situation at hand. That's St. Clarity Residential Cleaning. Get your half-off coupon by calling 404 and talk to Chuck. All right, I've had... Uh, just so you'll know, Elizabeth, I've had and asked Robert Steinbach uh, to join us here on the Dave Ellswick Show. Robert, have you been paying attention? Uh, I know you probably have to these, this, uh, these laws and these and and this talk that's going on here in our in our country uh, about how to minimize people on the right by making this now, you know. Uh, we're terrorist extremists and in all kinds of things you can't be on uh, amazon you can't be on facebook you can't be on twitter Uh, parlor went off uh, being available because you know google took them off of their uh, uh, their marketplace for you to be able to download them Uh, thank god and i got my fingers crossed that our That what Trump did during the time he's four years in office uh, at least made uh, the Supreme Court hopefully uh, a lot more uh, conservative as well what do you make of all of this there's people who are now saying that what we're seeing is uh, a takeover of America like what happened in Hong Kong here just a few months ago
4: Dave Remember what totalitarian governments do. Totalitarian governments tell you that they put up these phony re-elections. Let me be clear. I'm not saying that's what happened here, and I'll describe in a moment what I mean by that. But they put up phony elections, and then if anybody challenges the phony elections, they wind up in a gulag. Now, what happened here was not a phony election. There were questions about improprieties and let's reflect on the fact that it's the first time we had a nationwide election based largely on mail-in votings which are more prone to manipulation and there was a spectrum of responses some people saying that it was completely fraudulent you can't make that claim because you don't have enough of the data but you can ask that question Uh, and so that's what happened and now according to these leftist website if you make that uh, assertion false as it may be to be clear you go to the gulag you're stripped of being on the equivalent the digital equivalent of going to the gulag you are not allowed to appear on that website ever again
2: yeah your voice is taken away.
4: mind control go ahead dave
2: yeah your voice is taken away we've seen this happen that's right and and as it was happening then parlor came out And Parler was allowing people from the right to congregate, to speak to each other, and then they started making it impossible for Parler to be heard.
4: This is even more problematic, I think, Dave, because what happened with Parler initially was when you download an app on your phone, regardless of which type of phone, iPhone or Android, essentially, because that's 99% of the marketplace, you go to the app store. Well... If it's not in the App Store, you don't know how to download it. Well, there is a way to download it. I learned only recently, by the way. So, at first, the App Stores took it off. Okay, so you couldn't get it there, but there was a way to get it, and you had to jump through through uh, a couple of hoops, and, and you got it. But as with all large computer-based, database-based systems, that system actually needs to be housed. <coughs> Excuse me, Dave somewhere and that was housed on amazon amazon owns the actual computer infrastructure infrastructure so amazon decided guess what you can't be on here the, the the pornographic websites they're on web servers but amazon says Parler can't be on the web server now go back you remember and I suspect many of your listeners are of, of sufficient age to remember when the government split up AT and T. They said you, not, one company can't own all the phone lines. Well, yeah, Ma Bell. it's an antitrust violation. That's when we right had.
2: Guess? That's when we had Ma Bell.
4: That's right. And they split it up, and they created these Ma Bells. Well, if you can't get a product on the internet because you you can't get on a web server, and there's one main web server, now there are others mind you, apparently, but you can't get on the main one, and then the main one tells the little ones, don't put him on either, that's an antitrust violation, and Parler has already sued uh, Amazon for that. Just to be clear for your audience, Dave, the term antitrust means that that it's anti-competitive. A company can actually get so big so successful that it squeezes out all of the competition. We don't allow that. You might say, well, what's wrong with that? If you're the best to a point, once you get to be so big and so powerful, it's sort of like too big to fail. Well, the problem is then when you have no competition, all of a sudden you take advantage of people. We, actually prohibit that in the law. There's some debate uh, in conservative circles as to whether that makes sense. I think it does make sense. Most people do think it makes sense. That's a violation of antitrust, in other words, anti-competitive law, and Amazon is being sued for that, and I think they have a good claim.
2: Yep, I think it's going to be very interesting about it. All right, now we're going to have you on on Friday, and uh, I'll let you know right now this is going to be an area that we're going to really zero in on Because I think this is going to be a huge, huge uh, problem for the Supreme Court. I think this is going to land flatly in their lap, and they're going to have to make the call on this. What do you think?
4: Well, I think you're exactly right, because think about when all of this happened. Only when we knew, and not we, the tech companies knew, that they had a Democratic president and a Democratic Congress. Wait, you mean no oversight hearings from Republicans who we boot off the system? Now it's time to boot them off the system. If that's not the clearest evidence that this is content-based discrimination by these companies, I don't know what is.
2: Yeah, I agree with you. We'll talk about it on Friday. Thanks for getting up early to talk with us about... Uh, This legislation that's sitting in the wings, evidently, that uh, looks a whole lot like what uh, the CCP had over in Hong Kong. So we'll talk to you on Friday about that. Robert Steinbach here Here on the the Dave Ellswick Show. Elizabeth, hold on. We'll be right back in a moment. Rose Mims is supposed to be calling in. Uh, The March for Life is going to be happening on uh on uh sunday so i want to talk a little bit about that i also want to talk about the covid19 vaccine clinical research study that's going on we need you to uh get involved with that we need to make sure we have enough of these different uh, vaccines that we can turn the tide against this covid19 and hopefully get back to uh some normalcy of of life now como uh, there in new york who who didn't want to reopen anything while Trump was president. Now that Trump's not going to be president suddenly says now we've got to reopen uh, because we can't wait for the vaccine because it uh, will be nothing to, to reopen. Well, we've been saying that for months, governor, where have you been other than hiding behind your, you know, ideological thoughts? All right. Bottom line, COVID-19 research. If you're a, uh, able-bodied stable health person call 501-954-7822 or go to c19vaccinestudy.com and get yourself qualified to be part of the study all right eight o'clock or seven o'clock coming up and news will be at that time but right now rose mims from our cell right to life is joining us elizabeth say hello to rose
0: good morning ma'am Looking
5: well, forward hello. to Sunday the 17th. Yeah, we're getting ready for the 43rd annual March for
0: Life.
2: Man, it shouldn't have taken more than one. Here we are, the 43rd, Rose. Uh, but the big things have happened. Arkansas is now the number one state for life in the United States. That's amazing. Great things have it happened. Is.
5: Yes, and it is due to the hard work of all pro-lifers across the state, state representatives and senators who have sponsored pro-life laws, pro-life governors who have signed those laws into effect. Our great Attorney General Leslie Rutledge who has defended laws. You know, passed by the assembly that protects life, and we appreciate everybody, you included, and Elizabeth, who help us to, you know, promote our cause on your station. We really appreciate that, Dave.
2: Well, let's promote it some more. What when is it? It's okay. happening this Sunday. Give us all the rundown on it.
5: Okay, it's Sunday. Uh, this Sunday, January. Seventeenth, uh, We begin at 2 p.m. at the back of the state capitol, march to the front for a short program. There's going to be a lot of changes this year. So I've posted on my Facebook uh, all of what we should expect. You know, the capitol has been really uh, in uh, putting together some measures to per, uh, provide safety, you know, blocking off streets. And so expect barricades. Expect to park In the parking lot there at Wood Lane and Capitol or along the street where you can, the access, public access to the Capitol will be closed. You know, we're also following the directives from the Arkansas Department of Health on COVID, you know, that, you know, if people are sick. We don't want them coming if they, you know, are older or have underlying conditions that may, you know, make them susceptible to crowds. They should not come. You know, we were asking people to wear masks and to social distance and, you know, just to protect themselves and others. You know, I really want to encourage everybody, you know, to use your own good judgment, whether it's safe for you to attend the March for Life or not.
2: Well, That's the way it should be. You know, use your own discretion.
5: That's right. You know, we don't know what to do expect the day of just because there's been lots of people showing up at the Capitol, you know, for different things. And uh, we are scheduled to have our event there. But I'm taking it day by day on, you know, what to tell people and how to, to to keep planning. But, you know, today we're planning for the March for Life.
2: Okay. Now, tell everybody where they should gather at and that the uh, this whole thing is uh, going to finish up on the back side of the Capitol, correct?
5: No, it starts on the back side oh, of the Capitol. Oh, on the back side. I'm sorry. Yeah, we. you know, if people would go to the back, it's where all those. Uh, Buildings are the government buildings, revenue office, and all of that. We start at Capitol and uh, West Capitol and Wolf Street. And I also want to ask people to please spread out. You know, usually the people uh, they gather, you know, in just bunches. And if you're with your family and friends, that's fine to bunch up together. But, you know, the people you don't know, please social distance from them. You know, there's plenty of room for people to spread out and to not be clumped together. Um, and then the march starts and we march to to towards the front we split into two groups at the back and come together at the front the podium is going to be much closer to the the ground level and we want people to use the lawn to really spread out and um, they will not be able to get on the steps at all they'll be the steps will be closed and we'll put our state legislators and on the steps and our People that are in our program, they'll be on the steps. Our singers will be on the steps. The Knights of Columbus Honor Guard that always marches with us, they'll be on the steps so that they can spread out. So we want everybody to be safe. We're doing the best I think that I can to, to you know, really impress that upon people to, to be safe.
2: Well, it sounds great. The 43rd March. Uh, hopefully we won't have to have very many more of these. Uh, what's coming up as far as you know, as far as legislation during this next General Assembly?
5: Well, Senator Raybert's, uh you know, introduced his bill to abolish abortion in Arkansas. That'd be really cool to be able to do that. So we support that bill. Arkansas Right to Life does. We uh, filed our own bill yesterday on ultrasound to provide ultrasound uh, testing and we already have ultrasound testing for women but the law just says that they can view it or not we want it want it to be displayed where it's there you know they can avert their eyes if they don't want to see it but it's going to be there right there in the open they're not going to be asked do you want to see it or don't you it's just going to be right there for them and the the uh doctor or whoever's doing the ultrasound will have to tell them what they see and that their baby's heart is beating and you know all those good things that women know to make an informed decision on the life and death decision of abortion for their child
2: okay okay give everybody the times again for this sunday
5: Well, I would like people to start showing up about 1.30, go to the back of the Capitol. You can park back there freely wherever you want, except on West Capitol. That will be blockaded off. But uh, just show up and get – you know, ready to march. We'll march to the front. We'll have just a short program. The weather is looking pretty good
4: it right does. now, and
5: we're there regardless of what the weather does. But I'm excited about our speakers. I want to just tell you a little bit about them. Yeah, it is. Um, they're going to. Ha- we're going to have Monica, who is an adoptee, and Charlisa, who is a birth mom, and they are the stars of our new adoption commercial. You may have seen on TV, and they're going to share their stories about the amazing love that that mothers, um, the mother who, uh, you know, put her daughter Monica in the arms of a loving family, a forever family, and then Charlisa, who gave life to children and placed them in the arms of forever families. You know, it's such a gift life is, and these families that have adopted children and You know, have uh, given children to families through adoption. They are heroes, and we want to really um, share their stories.
2: All right. Sounds fantastic, Rose. We appreciate you. We appreciate Arkansas, you know, Arkansas for them. Uh, We put all this information up on my Facebook page so everybody will see it. And we thank you for joining us so early in the morning.
5: Well, thank you. And y'all have a great
2: day. You do too. All right. Rose Mims here on the Dave Ellswick show, um, uh, back, uh, with Elizabeth. Let's finish up here for this hour. The Bible guys, uh, kind of like the Avengers are assembling right now. I'm seeing them walking in and getting together. So they'll be on in the back. next, uh, the next hour. We'll be talking to them. So what do you have planned for your day today? Uh, uh, I want to let everybody know that Paul Calvert is going to be attending a lot of the time down at the uh, uh, the Capitol and in the uh, the the big building, the Big Mac building. Just keep up on what's going on uh, with the uh, the General Assembly. Uh, it's not as easy to do things this year as it has been in previous years because of COVID nineteen, but we'll we'll do our best to keep everybody up to date on what is uh, what is occurring. So uh, Paul is going to be our point person on that, and he'll either call in on mornings or stop by the studio uh, for a few minutes to bring us up to date on what's happening. So that means that I'll keep you up to date as well as Elizabeth on, well, on
0: all of Well, I understand this well. there's some new rules that were just put in place over the weekend. Of course, as a result of things I believe that happened last week, they're saying it's COVID. Uh, you cannot enter the Capitol During the session, unless you have business—in other words, unless you're meeting with your lawmaker, have a public meeting that they're aware of, and you're on the list at the door, or you're testifying at a committee.
2: Well, literally cannot or the media. and uh for the
0: media we have media
2: we got our badges so we yes, can we've get got in our and passes, cover it.
0: but just understand if you think you want to go at first they were going to provide an area where up to social distancing space you could sit and watch the live stream but you might as well watch that from home because right. now they're very much restricting access
2: yep i agree it's going to be a a totally different kind of uh of time at uh, the Capitol this year. We're out of time, Elizabeth. I want to thank you for getting up in the morning and and washing the sleep out of your eyes and having a cup of coffee and joining us here on the Dave Ellswick Show. Thank
3: you for having
2: me. All right, we'll talk to you later. Our thanks to Rose Milm, to uh, Robert Steinbach for also joining us today. The Bible guys are next. You can still get a question in at BibleGuys at Salem, S-A-L-E-M-L-R dot com. And you can call in, of course, at 823-0965. So the three Bible guys will make their way in here shortly on the Dave Ellsworth Show. Singers were huge during the Jesus movement, and that's uh, the kind of music they used to do uh, back in the seventies. You know, I went to those meetings.
6: <laughs> I still got some CDs laid around somewhere. I'm too. So.
2: Yeah, I'm just so old, man. You know, you, you see those the decals on cars, and it looks like the dove coming down. Yeah, see, that was the logo of Maranatha. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah that's what they had on their record label and stuff. Good stuff. I don't even know. I don't know i think they still exist i'm sure they do in they some got form, i mean yeah. it's a, what was it was a chuck what was the guy with the preacher's name out there in in uh, san diego that started oh, the chuck G- smith yeah chuck smith started the jesus movement
1: all oh, right yeah isn't he the founder of um, uh, something chapel now oh it? um yeah is it chapel hill the no. Bethel chapel yeah no. i don't remember yeah no
7: yeah. i know you're talking about yeah I, th- I might have some of those cassettes.
2: Cassettes? <laughs> you, do you guys remember Chuck Gerrard? Define... Huh? Do you remember Chuck <laughs> Gerard? Come on now. Do you mm-hmm. remember Chuck Gerrard? Mm. Oh, wow. He, uh, he had a lot of big music during that, that time. Yeah. Yeah. Good stuff. Is but that the that's guy good who pl- stuff. Is that the guy
1: who played Buck Rogers?
2: No. Not the same guy. <laughs> oh, okay. No. No. He was the guy who played... Uh, was it, Iggy or the little robot? I no, that's not true either. <laughs> but I'm just, I'm just saying, okay, yeah. I just remembering. I'm just remembering. Uh, well, just have fun, Dave. And that was young people who had turned their life over to Christ. Yeah. All right. Yeah. And now they're old people like mm-hmm. me, and we keep keep our fingers crossed. A lot of and the
7: messianic keep, leaders that we have today came out of that movie. Yeah. And I keep on.
2: I keep on. I keep on praying that the young people's eyes will be opened again. Mm
6: -hmm. Amen. I mean,
2: seriously. They've they've closed their eyes to the truth. It's so
6: sad. It's sad. really, really is sad. It is is sad, but it is predictable. When we study the rise and fall of nations, um, what we are going through is nothing unique in history. Sure, we've got some technology and stuff that hasn't been had in the past, but um, the rise and fall of nations follows a very predictable path, and uh, it just happened... Really, really, we we burned really, really bright, and we we're going to fall really, really fast. So, and good
2: morning, shooting like a shooting star, huh? Is that what you're Indeed. saying, Billy? Indeed. Okay. Well, we're we're going to sit here and talk today. We have had a lot of questions. Did you guys get them all? I kept sending mm-hmm. them to you guys. I think, I, think I only got two. Oh well, there's there's at least five oh, right. uh, that I sent. to I you. I didn't get five. So I'll, I'll start with the first one that I've got here. And it says, um, wow, that's a long question. I'd like to ask both the Bible guys and you, Dave, a question. For the Bible guys, I'd like to ask about praying for those in authority, that the Bible tells us that we should, quote, first of all, then, I urge that petitions, prayers, intercessions, and thanksgiving be offered for everyone, for kings and all those in authority so that we may lead a quiet and peaceable life in all godliness and dignity. That, uh, for your, you want to get out your highlighter, uh, is 1 Timothy 2, verses 1 to 2. So my question, what do we pray for them? I mean, Nancy Pelosi is against the president, so do I pray that she prosper in her work against him or that the president prospers in his efforts against her? If I live in California and my leaders are all doing crazy things, should I pray blessings on the work they are doing or what? When so many in authority are working at odds with each other, how do I position my prayers and what group do I want to succeed and or fail? Can I pray for failure? So that's for uh, Scott and Steve and Billy to answer to start (laughs) off with today. So let's start off with Scott.
1: All right. Well, I think that um, uh, at the end of the day, this prayer um, is, if you look at the, the scripture, the prayer, the result of this prayer is meant is meant to bring about the latter part of the verse, which says, so that we all may live a, a, a quiet and peaceable life. Right. So that's the, the goal of the prayer. So um, I think that if there is a leader who is um, doing things that are leading, leading to the opposite of that, you do pray for the leader. Uh, that your
2: eyes be opened.
1: Yeah, no, right. You, you, pray for, you pray for them in such a way as to move them towards uh, the will and plan of God, which is a quiet and peaceable life for us. And that might be um, that if they are trying to, let's just say, suppress freedom of religion, you may pray that their efforts fail. But in the midst of their pursuit of causing that to fail, their eyes would be open to the truth. You, we pray the Spirit of God... Uh, the Holy Ghost convict their hearts and bring them to a place of repentance. So I think some people think when it says pray for the leaders, I think they think like this questioner thinks that you're supposed to be praying blessings on them. It doesn't right, say right. that no. uh, you pray for them, but you might be praying for them that they be, that they be brought to their knees. That they be broken before God, that they be humbled in their, their pride that, you know, um, I'll, I'll pitch All it off. Of it.
7: <clears throat> yeah. I don't know if you remember, but when uh, Barack Obama was uh, elected, uh, Rush, was given a hard time because he said, I hope he fails. Uh-huh. Of course, they immediately turned it into, you know, kind of a racist thing. But he said, no, he's a socialist. I want him to fail right. in his agenda and what he's trying to push. I feel
2: the same way about Biden. Absolutely.
7: Yep. Yep. Absolutely. <clears throat> so, yes, if that their goal is to turn us into the, you know, United States Soviet Republic, uh, which is where they're heading, then we want them to fail. We want this place to truly remain a republic of freedom of religion and all of those things. But we also have to ask ourselves, <clears throat> what if we prayed for Biden as hard as we prayed for Trump? Mm-hmm. And that's where we have to ask ourselves in the church is, did we have we chosen a political side instead of focus on the kingdom? Right. Because I, I would say that when I go all the way back to, to Clinton, <clears throat> we tend to pray for the people that we want to be in office instead of maybe praying for the transformation for those who are in. And so if we put forth the effort that they put for Trump, maybe some things might change in Biden's heart. You know, I, I say that in a, in a manner of faith, but at the same time, there's also the sovereignness of God and God's plan, so we have to we have to balance those things. And so, I'm not going to play pray blessings on any one of them, but I'm going to pray for God's will in the nation and then for their eyes to be open that they are part of a political party that is for the murdering of children, the mutilation of children, and in, in the transgender movement, um, and, and theft, and so many other things that are just contrary to the Bible.
6: Billy, final final voice. Yeah, no. Uh- I, I would agree with all of that, and um I would say that your safest prayer at this point is Thy will be done um because we live at such a interesting time in history um the plan of God is unfolding so rapidly, and it's hard to know i mean i um uh, let me see if I can think of the last time God invited me directly to heaven to look <laughs> at the the plans no he he's never done that, so i, I often have to pray sure he did he gave me yeah. the book of revelation he did, he did. <laughs> um. <laughs> right unfortunately, there's not enough detail there for me to uh, to come in this morning and tell you what will be happening this afternoon. Um, so I, I often have to pray, Lord, I don't understand, but let your will be done in this situation. So uh, that, that's the safest thing you can pray there. But no, you don't have to pray for the prosperity of people who are doing evil. But if I could just to tag a little addendum
1: onto that, kind yeah, of piggy, piggybacking on what Steve said, I mean, wh- what if people uh, were praying for revival in the church Right, like they were praying that Trump would win this election. Right. I mean, I mean these prayer vigils and these all night. Pr- I mean, I, I get praying for, uh, you know, good to prevail or whatever. But what if we were to focus that on on a revival in the church for for the people of God to to rise up and be who God wanted them to be? Amazing.
6: Yeah, I it mean, would, if, if the nation as a whole were to suddenly have a revival, it wouldn't matter what the what evil the leaders thought they were going to get up to because mm-hmm. the nation as a whole would rise up and go, um no, this mm-hmm. is not the direction we want to go. Even though we've just had an election, this is not the direction we want to go and you're not going to do it. Yep.
2: So yeah. my question, did I send you all the short video of the Catholic priest?
6: I've heard it but
7: I haven't seen oh, that one. No, I don't You didn't send that video but I know who you're talking yeah, about.
2: Yeah I've got it. I'll send it to you, Scott and Billy. I, I'm <clears> sorry <throat> I didn't. I meant to and uh, this is a Catholic priest who stood in front of his congregation and uh, lambasted them if they voted for Democrats. Oh, really? Saying, how can you vote for people that believe in death? How can you vote for people? And I mean, he went right down the line. Oh, yeah. And he was yelling at them. Mm. That, you don't see that much
1: in
7: Catholic no. churches.
2: No. I thought you were it. referring
7: to the cardinal that's in... I think it's a cardinal's in
2: hiding who came out and ripped the church as a hole in the pope. No, this is um, a guy that uh, is a priest
6: mm-hmm. of oh, the yeah, church, I'd, I'd like and to see he that. Yeah. he went
2: off on it.
6: Well, mm-hmm. that actually gives me uh, knowing what needs to happen um, here in in times. That actually gives me a lot of hope that we are uh, rushing right along on the the timetable here. That there are um, some good men and good women out there who are looking around and going, uh, no um <clears throat> so that that is that's actually pretty encouraging well and you the,
7: that's one thing and about praying because there was a point in Israel's collapse where God said I don't care who you put before me you can bring right, Daniel right. you can make Moses Elijah I think he listed and he goes stop praying for this nation yeah because the wound is too deep it's incurable I'm going to destroy them because they're not going to repent <clears throat> and what if you know what there's a there's a prophet who was, who's at Agape who, who who said that we would receive four year a four year
6: reprieve. Yeah,
7: <clears throat> and, um, and
6: what by if the way, that was four years ago? That is not correct. Correct. So, yeah.
7: And what if instead of rallies, the church is filled? So when people say, right. "Well, no nobody has blessed Israel more than the president. Why wasn't he rewarded with another term?" We can talk about his character, and his mouth, his attitude, his his pride, and unwilling to humble himself. Uh, or we can talk about the fact that more people were willing to stand in line for eight or ten hours to go to a political rally than they would go to church. Right. And so when the people didn't cry out, the ministers weren't crying out for the people and calling for repentance. But yet they somehow put their faith in a political system, a man who was somehow going to redeem this nation. Maybe that's why yeah. we didn't we didn't get what we were desiring in prayer.
2: Good and point. fasting. All right. Last part of this question I'll answer when we come back, but we got to get a break in. And PI roofing wants you to know that they stand ready to repair your roof. If you've got a hole in it, I mean, if you've got a leak, they'll fix it for you. But what they really like to do is to have you give them a call at 707-3551 and uh, talk to them about just coming out and walking over your roof and looking at it and make sure that it's still, you know, in good working order, because you know, your your roof doesn't just start leaking overnight. It's a process that occurs. So PI Roofing can help you stop that process, get that roof back to 100 percent, and keep you dry uh, during the rainy season, so to speak. They'll also follow all the COVID-19 protocols that they're supposed to follow to keep your family safe and their workers safe. Again, all you got to do is call them 707-3551 That's 707-3551 or visit them online at piroofing.com. Okay, so at the end of this question that we just read, I was asked about what uh, thought... uh, Uh, I had about uh, the insurrection. Mm -hmm. And if I could explain it a little bit. Well, first of all, it isn't something that hasn't been used before. It was used all the way back when Thomas Jefferson was president. It was used by Eisenhower to get to to make sure that uh, Faubus and Uh, The Democrats here in Arkansas allowed black students to attend Central High School. Uh, It was used by uh, John F. Kennedy. It was used by Richard Nixon. It's been used by countless—I mean, I think Lyndon Baines Johnson used it five times. Oh, wow. You know, he used it during the Democratic Convention in 68. It's used whenever there is a lot of uprisings in the street. I'm surprised it hasn't been it wasn't used by the president during the time of what BLM mm-hmm. and what uh yeah. uh some some of these other people were doing. But now uh you know he you know, is he gonna use it? No, I don't think that he will. Uh he's not gonna have to. He's already uh, initiated the, the necessary actions for uh when Biden is sworn in that uh, they're going to federalize the National Guard and, and whatnot so that uh, nothing untoward happens to anybody during the, uh, the swearing-in ceremony or whatever. But it's not, you know, everybody hears insurrection, and everybody thinks, oh, you know, they get, well, read your history, and you'll not be so worried about it. Mm.
7: They're not so much worried about I don't know if you're familiar with um, some of the, the big um Conspiracies, what they think is actually about to happen, and that might be what they're referring yeah. to. There, there are What's people about think to happen? <laughs> there are people who think that, that Trump's about to use the Insurrection Act to catch all these guys in um, the lies and stealing of the election. Right, right. Yeah, it's I, I it's, don't I don't buy it. It's over. Yeah, bro. it's over. And that's <laughs> it's they, over. They think that he, they had to run through the electoral process that way. They actually had all the crimes committed, and right. then they could. Uh, then he could invoke the Insurrection Act to finally arrest all of the corrupt leaders.
2: Yeah, and supposedly, you know, already he's released all this information Mm -hmm, that shows all the corruption and all that. I haven't seen it. And let me tell you what, if he had released something like that, my inbox uh, for my texts and and everything would would have lit up my phone would have woke me up in the middle of the night i just it was i want to know there.
7: where lynn Woods, Sidney powell Giuliani. you know what i mean it, all of this cracking stuff and they said it was coming we're waiting right so apparently it's not
2: coming well it's it isn't coming yeah. and that's what that's what i kept saying weeks ago you know yeah yeah you either, you either had to put up or shut up yeah, right but, that's the old saying everybody's heard that before and they kept putting up but there was nothing there. It was all smoke and mirrors. And, and that's that's so where I agree with some up. of the
7: vitriol against the president, because if he didn't have anything, then all he was was causing trouble. If he truly didn't have, but all he was trying to do was to go out like a petulant little child, then then he does deserve to be in a lot of trouble. Yeah, do you think, this, do you think it, it's
1: it, wrong for him not to go to the inauguration?
2: I think it's – I use a term, all right? And, and you got to – got to understand baseball a little bit to understand what I'm saying but I call things like that bush and you know in baseball you play if you are if you're somebody who can't play in the majors you play in the bush league right <laughs> wow. okay and uh, the president i think that's bush i'm going to be honest mm-hmm. I think it's bush uh that's part of the greatness of our country is that you know no you didn't want to lose I didn't want you to lose, but you lost. Right, and everybody can complain it that it was, you know, all of the cheating and stealing of votes and things of that nature.
6: Uh, but that's on us too. Right, and I will say that none of us is sitting here saying that none of that happened anywhere. No, um, I'm, I'm certain. Uh, when when counties release statistics and they say 101 percent of their population voted, we know there's fraud there. What we what we are saying is that. There was not enough evidence out there to make a big deal out of it, and certainly not the big deal that was that was attempted to be made out of that. So,
2: yeah, that Sidney Powell was making out right, of it. And all right, that. so um you we, would have to convince disagree.
6: me that that deep state wouldn't be a big
7: enough term to oh, describe yeah? the level of corruption that it would take from every local official all the way to the Supreme Court that that nobody's willing to hear that i just i can't believe that it's that corrupt that nobody's going to hear any of the cases and maybe
2: that's my fault you know maybe that's my fault maybe it is that corrupt i don't know yeah
6: just well I, know, so I, I hope think you've that, got, that it isn't i think you've got two factors there on one side you've got some pretty significant corruption and then on the other side you've got individuals who understand that if they start picking at that wound um you could literally destroy this country overnight. And, right. and that was the Supreme Court's position on that. They're like, yes, we, we think there's something wrong here, but if we take this up, we could destroy this country. Well, they the didn't say years. that,
2: but that's what everybody But that's not their place doors.
1: to make that decision. No. Their job yeah. is well, to hear the cases brought before them and not
2: think about the political well, ramifications. It'd be and nice if that's the way it was. It doesn't so. work that way. Okay, dear Bible guys, I've been told for many years that every nation will turn against Israel at the end of time. And we've answered this in different ways, but we'll try to answer it one more time for you. With that in mind, I am told that any attempt to create peace in the Middle East is really futile, uh, meaning it won't last, etc. Do you agree? If we, America, are to turn against Israel as a nation, wouldn't it make sense that Biden would need to be in office to move us in this direction? Don't get me wrong. I don't want that to happen at all, but if we need to go that route, wouldn't it make sense that we need someone in the White House to take us away from Israel? How should we as believers position ourselves in such a day and age? Well, there's one thing you're not considering. What if America is not the nation that you know right, right now That's right. and has fallen into just, you know, pieces? It won't even matter what we think at that point. Well,
7: that's the. If we have enough time, if not, we'll pick it up on the other side. We'll pick it up. <laughs> up. Oh, yeah, we're going to pick it up on the other side. Okay. All right, because we yeah. just got, I got, got a lot to say about yeah. that.
2: Yeah, and 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 we've we have we've talked about that yeah. before.
6: I will say right off the bat that um, to give you something to think about before we go to break is that we know that the Antichrist fights at least four wars um, during that end time period. So yes. Um, the, the scripture is uh, indicates that he'll rule over everything, but that is not an uncontested rule. Um, he will have to fight some battles, and uh, I fully intend to be on the correct side of that fight, shall we say. Mm-hmm. So, well, That's
2: why the blood's going to run as deep as it runs. Yeah. Yeah. To the horse's bridle. Yeah, mm-hmm. you think about that, that's mm-hmm. scary. Obviously, yeah. it's not literal, but still the indication is there's going to be so much it's blood. going to be a lot of blood, you yeah. can't measure it. Yeah, yeah. right. And it's basically what came I mean it's going to be deeper than it was at Gettysburg and think about yeah. that oh, yeah. Gettysburg it was it was running down the hills without yeah. any problems at all All right Rush is up next and then we are going to uh come back after that and we'll answer more of your questions right here on the Bible guys It's part of the Dave Ellsworth <laughs> show on 101.1 FM The Answer Hey don't forget about, don't forget about uh, Hillcrest Jewelry they're ready to uh, help you uh, select and uh, put together that piece of jewelry for your significant other uh, for Valentine's Day. It's, it's February fourteenth, guys. Not that far away. I, I've got a. We've got a whole studio of guys right now, so I'm preaching to the choir, so to speak. Here, uh, bottom line: if you <laughs> if you didn't make it during the, the holidays that just passed, make sure you don't screw up Valentine's Day, because I'm just telling you. Uh, the, that uh, the, your wife or your fiance or your girlfriend or whatever may not be as um, understanding as she was for uh, uh Christmas Eve for when it comes to Valentine's Day won't let you get by with it so call call Eric over at Hillcrest Designer Jewelry 501-246-3655 that's 501 501-246. 246 and in the military we say Three, sixer, fiver, fiver, all right, so that, you know, to make sure that you got the numbers right. Or go to 3000 Cavanaugh Boulevard right here in Little Rock, and he'll take good care of you. Well, why do you put a, do that? I don't sixer, know. Well, it's a, it's Just a, to make sure that the makes, numbers are clear. Yeah, that you, so can you don't understand confuse them on the radio. Because no. if you've ever been on a walkie-talkie uh, out in a battlefield, uh, it's not the clearest uh, kind of stuff, and in fact, a World War II movie that's worth its salt, weight in salt. Uh-huh. Uh, they can't hardly hear. They're, you know, they're they're cranking that baby up and trying to talk in on the other end. You're hearing. <laughs> that's about how it is. All that's right. the same right.
7: reason they use the names for num- for letters. Yeah, uh-huh. yeah,
3: uh-huh.
2: yeah. Doing that whole Just thing to make sure that there's no doubt in what came over the transmission. Okay. Now, here's a real problem. when People listen to the show and then have a question. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I heard your show last week about the pulpits. Wait, being, wait, wait. wait. We didn't finish talking about the last
7: one. Oh, that's right. Go yeah. ahead.
2: <laughs> <clears throat>
7: this is the part where people are – this is
2: not going to be the encouragement part of the right, program. Right, okay. can I Can I just say it real quickly? Sure. Whoever told you that the end times were going to be fun? Correct. Right. Right. There's a guy that um,
7: uh, that I work with uh, who turned me on to this guy who does a weekly um, – uh, podcast. <clears throat> and this guy, and he's a lawyer. He's a very balanced approach in this podcast that he does. And he goes, I don't know why everybody's so surprised. He says basically what you said, which is what did you think the end times were going to look like? Right, <clears throat> And yes, uh, I believe that we are rapidly approaching that time, and as Dave alluded to prior to the break, is America's got to come off the scene. It's just there's no two ways around it. America's not going to be around for eternity. Uh, the cross is not wrapped in an American flag. The gospel is not wrapped in an American flag.
2: Can I, I got, talk to you something about that? Go right ahead. There's a lot of people who <coughs> think that when America disappears... That the gospel had disappeared. Yeah. Correct. Hey, the gospel was being preached long right. before America right. was Absolutely. ever founded That's and right. normally uh, preached in, in in much better ways and excessively right. yep. uh, during times of persecution well, than when it was no problem. Well, the reason
1: it. why America exists is because the gospel was being preached. Right. So, I mean, it's the foundation. Do you
6: remove that foundation. Yep, you got nothing to stand on. The gospel's
2: got to stay around for you know. Mm-hmm.
6: The gospel is being preached, has been being preached since uh, Genesis. Period. Uh, um, the opening, the opening lines of Genesis um, in, include a picture of the gospel. on a oh. Sheet. So uh, we we this is this is nothing new. This is not because of us. It is because of God and what God wants to do. And uh, the rise or fall of America will not uh, affect God's plan. Period. No.
2: America is not a replacement for jesus christ no. that is right.
7: everybody's losing their mind because they put their focus on the flag instead of the cross it's yeah. part of what i alluded to about with trump and because of what i think is about to happen um america is going to have to collapse it's, yep. it's, it's going to financially if you just look at it even if you you know pretend you're john lennon and pretend there's no god um you cannot survive under the weight of the debt of this nation and nor with the division and disunity of this nation, it will not survive. It's just not going to happen on God's prophetic timetable. There's another reason, and I think to probably follow up is you're probably going to see Netanyahu lose in yeah. this next election yeah, in the spring. I think so as well, because now you've got to answer their question. You've got a leader in our country and surrounding himself by more leaders who are going to do everything they can to
2: oppose Israel. Anti-Semitic. That's right.
7: Anti-Semitism is going to rise. And as they said, all of the nations of the world are eventually going to come against Israel. It will not happen while Trump's in office. Right. Uh, Nor uh, will um, Netanyahu, who's a very strong and militaristic protector of Israel, allow such things to happen. So I I suspect that a less than strong strong leader will rise in in Israel. And continue to set the stage and you're going to probably either through some military and or uh, complete total economic collapse you're going to watch the things start to unfold in this nation these are just the, the birth pangs of the collapse of our nation the birth pangs of the uh, arrival of the messiah but america's got to fall off the scenes and it only makes sense that we are now having a uh, true um, leftist uh, so communists they're not socialists they're
2: communists that are taking over this country and they're going to drive it into the ground now everybody has to understand look I I love my country just as much as everybody else does. But uh, I am not of this world. That's right. My citizenship lies somewhere else. Mm -hmm. I will stand for America while America stands for the truth. When America stops standing for the truth, I will stand against America.
1: Yeah.
7: I had somebody trying, they put a thing on Facebook trying to to compare that how Trump was God's anointed one, but then somehow uh, Adonijah, the false king, you know, that happened in the Old Testament, was the one that was risen up in its place. And I said, no, more likely is what the people treated Trump like Saul, is they wanted a king more than they wanted God. Mm -hmm. Nothing changed when Trump was in office. We still, it got even worse with the push of transgender, homosexuality, immorality. Nothing changed. There's no call to repentance. There's no call for remorse. There's no change. And the only change was, you know, we're American, doggone it, and Trump's our leader, and we're going to be America forever, and nothing's going to... There's no call to repentance.
6: And and we have to remember that some of the most egregious things that we complain about, the whole, um, you know, your kid can get a sex change without your consent even, those have happened in the last four years, folks. That's right. That, that, That happened under the administration that we were so excited about, so... Um. yeah, it, It's. Um. I, I'm not interested in earthly kingdoms. I'm, I'm interested yep. in in when those earthly kingdoms become his kingdom. Amen. So. All right. How's that? Does that answer your question?
7: <laughs> so there's your word of encouragement. Actually, it is a word of encouragement because you're like, what, you mean my country's going to fall apart? Yes, it is. But get your focus on the kingdom of God and Bad. not the kingdom of America.
6: Man. Yeah. Now,
2: paying attention to Jesus, man. I'm just
6: telling right. you. We, we, we should say that that does not mean that, this country has to turn into a smoking hole in the ground that is not necessarily true um if china alone were to go hey all that money money us we want it back right now that would end this country tomorrow so uh, i expect the the, this country to look radically different i'm not saying that this that we have to you know get bombed off the planet or something
2: all right we got a a a caller they haven't identified themselves he had a question for you let's hear what they have to say go ahead
6: uh, what what do you guys feel like is the best way to try to reach somebody that um, is basically in a cult or has a cult mentality mm-hmm. about their beliefs?
2: Alright, listen in. They're going to answer you. Here you go. Mm-hmm. That's This is a tough situation.
1: Yeah, it is. Um, I, I think that um, more detail I think would, I, I would need to hear to, to know more about this particular person because uh, if they're a family member, then that would kind of give you one way of uh, speaking to them if they were a friend, a colleague. Um, uh, so relationship plays a big part in, right. in how you're going to actually approach this um, individual. Um, but, you know, first of all, this is my my place. I mean, even if I have someone come into my office for counseling, uh, it's my typical way of doing that is I spend time praying for the meeting before I actually talk to the person. Especially if it's going to be confrontational, so before you would do anything, I would spend a good amount of time in in prayer over that, and that might ded- you might need to dedicate you know uh, a week of prayer, or you know the Lord might lead you to dedicate a month to prayer. That might even include you fasting a few days to get the mind of God on how you would actually um, do that. And then I would, uh, and the way I pray over that is, I begin to pray for that individual. As well, not only do I pray for direction on how to speak with them. But then I begin to pray for the person for uh, an open heart and open uh, open ears. And then you begin to begin to bind any spirits that are actually going to keep them from hearing what you have to say. Because you know if they won't listen to what you have to say, then you really are wasting um, some time there. So you need to do your efforts in the spirit mm-hmm. before you try to do them in the, nat- the natural. Because if you, if they're not going to listen to you, uh, and that's what's also something you need to do when you ta- start talking to them. If they if you see them putting up. Um, uh, some boundaries mark the thing that caused them to put up a boundary right and then retreat into your prayer closet and fight that thing in the spirit right before you go back and try again because your goal is to win them and if they immediately put up defenses you need to discern what those defenses are and then default to go back listen there's retreat is not um um failure i mean how many times does the military you know retreat uh, in order to reform uh, to reformulate their position and to go back at it a second time. So uh, retreating is good if you're going to be using your retreat for constructive purposes. So um, I would definitely work this in the spirit because typically when you're dealing with a cult, you're dealing with demonic spirits. Right. Um, it's not just bad teaching. It's a demonic spirit. And so you need to default to the spirit and fight that thing in the spirit before you try to deal with it in the uh, in the natural. Then when you deal with it, I'm, I'm hogging all the time here, but, but before you, when you, then when you deal with it, you've got to deal with it. Not with man's logic. You've got to deal with it with, uh, with the Scripture.
7: They've okay. already got answers for whatever it is you try and come at them with right. um, using scripturally or logically they've got answers they've been told by whatever part they're in that this is what they were going to do we told you they were going to come and then they're going to have counter answers to what you say in the scripture that's why it's got to be god who brings the revelation i'm not saying don't try and use you know the counter scriptures to go against what it is that they believe but but most of the time um that's how they're going to come back at, yeah. back at you yeah and, and let keep me keep your
1: cool yeah absolutely yeah. and and also um what Steve, what Pastor Steve said was is right that they they probably have been coached uh, by those who led them into this how to respond if you ask them something, and one thing I've noticed when I've dealt with people that are in cults is they don't like context. They like they'll right. take a verse of scripture and they'll use that, but when you tell them, okay, I hear what you're saying, um, can can we read that uh, in context? Let's read the whole chapter or something, and they don't like that because typically right. the context. <laughs> Will blow away whatever
6: their position typically is, and they don't like context. Right. Uh, it, it, we go back to the same thing we talk about all the time. Uh, we're not fighting against flesh and blood, um, and if you're going to fight in the spirit, if you're going to fight against spirits, you must fight in the spirit. Um, and, and you know, I've only I've only dealt with that probably half a dozen times in my lifetime. I know, it, having spent a lot of time in Europe, you've dealt with that a lot more. But uh, it it has to be. It has to be all about um, a spiritual battle. Yeah,
2: it's um, it's it's not easy. I'll tell you that it is not easy to deal with it uh, out there. All right, you got to know the scripture as well. Yeah, and that means knowing the context that the scripture is written in.
1: Let me just go ahead and throw out one more piece of advice yeah,
2: here. Don't don't go at it
1: uh, by yourself either. So um you know yeah. you can uh, get you can work this on many fronts um I would in in your time in prayer and seeking God and how to help this person um enlist other people to help you that are in relationship with that person who are concerned with them as well as you are uh and uh, you know let, let's fight this battle on uh, on several fronts um to to make this happen for them
2: You got to know you got to know the facts I'm just saying right. you got to know the facts and you got to be better versed than they are That's the key that means A lot of study and a whole lot of prayer. And uh, when you want to have all the facts about retirement, you go to David Lucas. All right. When you want to have the facts about cults and things of that nature, you go to the scripture. But David Lucas stands ready to help you with your retirement or one of his great people who work for him. Uh, He's got a brand. It's not brand new. It's been out now for several months. uh, A brochure called the Ultimate Retirement Planning Checklist. Are you ready to retire? I was talking to a friend yesterday on the phone and was uh, uh, directing them to go see David Lucas because they have three four hundred thousand dollars uh, for their retirement, and I was trying to explain to them, uh, you know, you got a joint account. The federal government has just going to tax that money if it's just a regular four hundred one when you start accessing that money and taking it out, and it's going to be right now at about 25%, 20% for the feds, 5% for the state, and that's with taxes being at a 40-year low. I don't expect that to stay that way, just like gas prices. I expect them to go up. They are slowly rising. Just about every place I've gone now, it's over $2 a gallon. Uh, it will get higher than that, I believe, before it's all said and done. So will your electric bill, your gas bill, and a lot of other things. you got to take all of that into consideration when you're looking at your retirement. So get a copy of this uh, from David Lucas Financial, the Ultimate Retirement Planning Checklist. Just give them a call, 501-222-3315. 501-222-3315. Uh, be one of the first 10 callers me talking right now and it's yours absolutely uh free investment advisory services offered to david lucas financial and arkansas registered investment advisor all right we are down to the last few moments i just sent you guys a article uh it's an email and uh, written by eric erickson and uh Eric and I are friends, and it was, and and he is like me. He writes from a, a Judeo Christian perspective on politics, and this is a really good article. I'll just read the very beginning of it. I'm not, I'm not going to read the whole article. It just says, I'm in the Presbyterian Church in America. It is one of the biblically orthodox conservative denominations, and there are warning signs that the denomination is being slowly shifted to the left by a group of pseudo-intellectuals. The Southern Baptist Convention is having similar problems for similar reasons. Mega-churches and prominent quasi-celebrity pastors are attracting others within the denominations to try to be rock stars in the world. Through claims of whimsy and love, they are doing like Sauron in Lord of the Rings, and assuming they can harness bad things for the good. Uh, with the PCA, it is a Tim Keller problem. You guys might be aware of Tim Keller. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Let me be very, very careful about this. This is not a critique or criticism of Tim Keller, but Keller is perhaps the best-known PCA pastor in America. With his retirement, some younger pastors who studied under him and others are seeking to be the next Tim Keller. The problem is that they misinterpreted Keller's ministry and are embracing worldly instruments. Keller himself has pushed back on a lot of the nonsense that's cropping up. Good way to see this is to look at what has happened. Uh, I want to say Francis Schaefer and that's not the person I'm thinking about. It's a pastor in Atlanta, uh, that has been preaching for years and years and years. Conservative pastor, uh, and now his son, Stanley. Stanley, and uh, uh, thank you for the name because for whatever reason, Francis Schaefer has been on my mind <laughs> more and more uh, over the last few months. Bottom line, that his son is taking what Schaefer has preached it uh, preached about and taught about, which is you know one of the big things of charles stanley is the whole th- the concept of once saved always saved mm-hmm. now his son has taken it not a step further but a football field further right and said you can live whatever life you want to and you're still sealed against damnation and uh it's just uh this is what this guy's talking about how do we protect ourselves against this is it trying to keep not, I mean, we're supposed to, to, to work with our pastors, mm. but that doesn't mean that you make them a rock star, so to speak, right? right?
6: Mm-hmm. Yeah. You and know, this is part of the problem I've had with a couple of denominations I've been in over the years, where the quote big name evangelists, um, you know, you'll hear people talk, "Oh, I can't wait until Brother So and So comes here." It, it, it's not. I can't wait till the Holy Spirit falls. Mm. It's I can't wait until. XYZ pastor shows up or evangelist shows up and, and I have a real problem with that. Um you know, we should be men and women of the word, not men and women chasing after some person. Sure. You
2: know, I was asked about why I went to New Life Church in Cabot mm-hmm. and, and I used to look at people and I said, I'll tell you why. Because when I walked in the doors I felt the presence of the Holy Spirit. It wasn't the church. Right. It was who was residing at the church. Right. You know, I've walked into too many doors lately that they should just write Ichabod yeah. <laughs> across the top of the door frame. Yeah. I'm just
1: telling you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I would agree. There is a um, there is too much focusing on one on one individual. And we need to make sure that what well, the Bible tells very clearly, it says in Ephesians four, it takes it takes. M- five different giftings to perfect the saints. And maybe one of the reasons why we have such an immature body is because we allow one gift to dominate 99% of the time in the pulpit. Mm-hmm. And so we have created our own problem by, but we've, we've not given the saints what they need to bring about maturity. We've, we've held back from them all the different giftings because we do have this superstar mentality, you know, uh, one man owns the platform and, um, And no, it shouldn't be that way. Uh, But when it comes to things like uh, the the Presbyterian church, um, unfortunately, uh, when the leadership of a church makes a decision to change their doctrinal position and you know it goes against the word of God, you should be praying for your leaders, of course, but you should go and you should approach the leadership with your scriptural understanding. And if they refuse to move, then you're going to have to. Right. And this is all there is to it. Bible first. folks. That's it. That's it. You have. What to, did
2: Paul say about himself? If I come to you and I preach something, you know, different from the gospel, mm-hmm. you know, don't believe me. Don't believe me. Okay.
1: The, what do you say about the Brians You commended them because they sought the scriptures daily to see if what they were taught was so, and if what you're teaching is not so, you need to go to a place where it is so. All right, Amen.
2: guys. It's always a pleasure, yes, sir. Thank yeah. you, Dave. We can pick that up again next Tuesday. All right, Billy Indeed. and Scott and Steve. Thank you. A, Real quickly, uh, Steve. I get twenty seconds. All right. Saturday, tell everybody about that. Uh,
7: having some Shabbat services out at Agape, and we begin at one o'clock. All right.
1: Sunday r- worship starts. Sunday worship starts at ten o'clock. 701
2: right. one Napa Valley Drive for both services. No reason to beat, meet, or beat or miss mm-hmm. worship mm-hmm. at uh, Agape. All right. Talk to y'all tomorrow at six a.m. The best
3: and the worst to
4: me. Still That I've earned your trust